0: Kimberly Acosta, welcome to Rez Style. I'm here with Nicole Larush from, from Brulee. And they're, we're down here at Indian Summer in Milwaukee. They just got done performing through the weekend. Yep. And you've been working on some projects by yourself as well, I believe. Can yep. you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Um, yeah, just uh, because um, my dad and everybody else has been really involved in the um, episodes, the TV show Hidden Heritage, and they got another one coming up. So we haven't been able to put out some music, and I haven't been able to really venture out on really putting a whole project together on my own. So I decided to start a new project that's all comes from me and really working on um, what I have creatively to offer, flute, and even just producing and um, putting a whole putting a whole project together and what it takes to do that and everything. So I'm really shooting for. Um, I've been working on it for like last four months now and it's got more of a rock feel but it's still going to be along the lines of instrumental with brulee looking forward to doing some really cool collaborations um, in in the project too and even some side projects and, and, and um, having a big benefit song that I'm working on too and uh, so it's pretty cool like just you know working with different people being outside of that and, and you know something different than the whole you know brulee thing but definitely like my dad is gonna have some guests producing. You know, he's gonna write some of the some of the song, help co-write some of the songs and stuff too. So it's still not a leaving Brulee thing. It's a exploring Nicole project. <laughs> so.
0: And Brulee, it's a lot of it's like you, you guys Native American rock opera, I believe you guys. That's the whole description of that's kind like of what the it words we found that can best describe. <laughs> not
1: necessarily what we followed for the venture of those of those CDs and stuff, but it's just kind of the way we've best found to describe that project plus we had to give a name to the whole group too not just uh, my dad so once we all became you know a big dancers in the um, band and everything else you know we needed a name for the whole group too so that's what the American Indian Rock Opera was
0: what's it been like growing up in Brule <laughs> and traveling the country
1: you know it's it's been an interesting it's, it's it's a really crazy life to live but I think you know I'm I think I'm a better person because of that because you meet people you learn things you learn them you know from people you don't need to learn things from a book you know even though I you know I went to school and stuff but I've learned so much more in my life from being out and traveling and meeting other artists and just you know these things at the Indian summer and and all these different things and all the people that you meet along the way have really you know made me who I am and you know where at this point now I'm ready to take that and make my own music out of it as opposed to just being part of part of a group. so. Uh. And you
0: guys are from Lower Brule in South Dakota, yeah. and your dad's show, actually, his he has a book called Hidden Heritage mm-hmm. that talks about how he came back to his culture. How was that for you guys to all, like, come back home? Yeah, it was,
1: you know, it's definitely, it's a funny question because, like, for my dad, it was it was his thing, and that inspired all this music and, you know, it was, it, it, for him, it was that, and I think for every single one of us, it's a different, you know, um, at the time, I was I was wild, wanting to travel the world, hippie girl anyways, so for me going there was exciting, you know, and it was like, to know that it was family and to, you know, but for me, I was, some people were scared and confused and stuff, but I was just ready for adventure, so to me that was like a really cool adventure, you know, and it it, it was, and then to see the life that those, you know, in the homes and to, but actually go back and live there. and and, and see that and be a part of that you know it was definitely coming from the suburbs in Minneapolis that I grew up to that was a big you know was a big shocker because you know we were taught things pretty in my school we weren't taught that it was you know that Native Americans were bad people and all these things that we were taught pretty realistically what the reality was but you know you don't know until you see and you don't know that's why i say like living this lifestyle has been has only made me a better person because i can learn and then see it and experience it too you know so it was for me it was more just realizing the reality of what people live like and go through and i just think more people need to go and see these places and then take from that what they want to and you know do whatever they want to do whether it inspires them to paint or whether it inspires them to help a um a program, you know, that helps youth or anything like that, but I think just being and exposing yourself to as much as possible to inspire yourself is is definitely a must for everybody.
0: <laughs> and how did you choose the contemporary flute? Well, I
1: was actually, um, in growing up before, you know, like we found, my dad found his family and everything, that was what I did in school. I wasn't an athletic type, That <laughs> was my brother. And I just, so school started in band, and actually the um, flute was the last thing on my list. (laughs) I didn't want to play it. I just put it on there because my aunt played it, and so I thought it'd be cool. But I wanted to, I I think I had saxophone and oboe before that. And I couldn't make a sound out of the saxophone or the oboe. And when I picked up the flute, it was like I could make a sound, and most people couldn't. But they were like, oh, you're never going to be able to play it. You have the cupid lip. You're not going to be able to do it, and you know. So, and I think that's been my one thing that makes me, me if somebody tells me I can't, then I usually go do it. <laughs> or, you know, don't do this, so I'll do it. I'm always like fighting the things that tell me not to. And so I made a sound out of it and became, you know, second year started taking private lessons, all classical training. Um, I was in greater Twin Cities youth symphonies, for quite a few years in marching band and a lot of, you know, had an amazing um, private teacher, you know, to teach me um, technique and all these different things like that for about six, seven years, and I actually quit and was never going to touch the thing again and um, my dad came back with this music, and he didn't have a band he didn't have you know that's all I grew up with was my dad in the studio and you know wanting him to make it, and he struggled and struggled and never mm-hmm. never could make it anywhere so i just i didn't really necessarily think I was going to help make him band. <laughs> it was just something to do because I wanted to travel and go around and it just, you know, then I eventually learned to appreciate the lessons that I learned from the flute and the classical training which I couldn't stand all those years. Now I could take it I could break all those rules and make it something of my own you know and it's, it's just taken so many years of doing it, dealing with it, going through all these different experiences to really know now this was meant to be what it was and meant to be. And this
0: is Nicole because there's yeah. no one else really doing what you yeah. do.
1: And you know, I, yeah, it would, didn't feel right to me to take a native flute regardless of what the rules or anything else was, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to wear regalia. I didn't want to, I just want to be who I am and take that and put that into the parts of my life that we were learning about and wanting to represent and respect and everything. But I didn't, I never wanted it to be, you know, anything where I was trying to, pretend I'm somebody I'm not so that's why I kept with that flute was really just because that was what I knew and taking that and making it something else you know sound like a native flute and
0: will that signature follow you into your new album that you're working on
1: definitely but I am actually I have a arsenal of other flutes that I am going to be using and working with in the project too um, so there's definitely some explorative things that I'm going to be doing in that but definitely my core is still keeping my classical flute
0: and where do people, if they want to go and get your music, or find out more about you, where can they go online? I have a
1: Facebook page under Nicole Larush. you can go check that out, and I have CD um, downloads available on CD Baby um, under Nicole One, I think, um, but you can look under Nicole LaRush. There's, um you can listen to stuff there, and um, the Brulee website is BruleRecords.com, so there's all kinds of information for what we're doing as Brulee two on there. So those are the main main sites.
0: And growing up with your father and what is the one thing that sticks out for you that you've learned from the man that he is? Patience.
1: <laughs> Patience and humbleness and to not jump to conclusions and overreactions and things and knowing regardless of the things that happen and the bad things that things are always going to come around, and they, with for everybody, they're going to go bad and they're going to become good, so kind of just taking the ride in stride and letting it be what it's, you know, it, let it be what it will be, but make your choices for yourself. I think those are the most important things I think I've learned from him.
0: And if you have a message to give out there for any future native musicians, what would that be?
1: S- definitely fight fight the f- fight, the forces that are will fight against you. And to keep sticking with it, and if it feels right, and every and everybody tries to make you feel like it's wrong, then it's right. And to keep sticking with it, and just do it, do what you want to do. Don't let anybody tell you that it's not, or it's supposed to be this way, or it's supposed to be by these rules. But if it's right, it will come out right.
0: And you said you had some artists that you're going to be working with that you're hoping to work with. Do you want to talk about, mention that at all, or do you um, want to keep no, that a secret? I'm
1: going to keep it a secret, and it's still in the works. It's still in the works, you know, nothing's totally set in stone yet. So I'm hoping, and even to get some other people, if they want to contact, to work on some things. I'm just, you know, that's the part that we're just starting to explore, getting, doing some collaborations and stuff like that. So can definitely go to the website and get a message if anybody wants to try and work on a song or something like that for the project. So,
0: within the next year, everyone should start be looking for something new.
1: Within the next few months, we'll be posting things we're going to keep even trying to do and like when we have jam sessions and writing a project, we're going to just do little short videos on YouTube and post them up on the website. We're going to have exclusive pictures even like from this. I started taking pictures on stage and stuff like that. So, posting those up on uh, Facebook and everything else too and so people can come check out and kind of go along for the ride with us, you know, developing this project and Still looking for a name for the project, so get, people can give
0: some suggestions on there too. Great. Well, I appreciate you taking some time well, and talking you. with Definitely.
1: me. Yeah. It's Kim- and a new microphone. And We're the new microphone. The new microphone. <laughs> uh, Indian
0: Country TV microphone on ResStyle. Style. Yeah. It's Kimberly Acosta on Res Style with IndianCountryTV.com. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Awesome.